Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Joe Biden left Americans behind in Afghanistan, so it's sad but not surprising that he seems to be doing the same in Gaza. We know that Americans are being held hostage by Hamas in Gaza. So what is this administration doing about it, if anything? I never thought there would be a day where we would have a president so unconcerned about leaving Americans behind enemy lines. We'll talk to one senator who's trying to do something about it. Senator Marsha Blackburn of Tennessee is putting pressure on this administration to formally recognize those Americans trapped in Gaza as hostages under federal law. We'll talk about the importance of that distinction and what she's trying to do to bring these Americans home. We'll also get her take on the conflict more broadly and the funding fight that's taking place on Capitol Hill over Israel funding and Ukraine funding. Stay tuned for Senator Marsha Blackburn. Senator Blackburn, it's always an honor to have you on the show. Uh, You have rightfully been putting pressure on the Biden administration to formally recognize the American citizens who are being held hostage in Gaza under federal law. Why is that distinction important? And also, why has this administration not done that? It is puzzling why they have not done that, Lisa. When you look at our code, our our laws, and you read 18 U.S.C. 1203, What you see is the definition of a hostage. It's someone that is being held or detained against their will and an entity or government or organization that is making a demand of our government. So that is how we classify that. And uh, we all know of the Israelis that were taken hostage and taken into Gaza 
and um, we continue to pray for these families with loss of life and with hostages that have been taken. And then you look at the situation in Gaza and what we realized after Jake Sullivan was on Face the Nation last weekend was he said we have uh, about 500 Americans, aid workers and civilians who were there visiting friends and families, uh, 500 Americans who were there. The situation is challenging. They're negotiating with Hamas to allow these individuals to leave Gaza. Now, we know that Egypt had said they were ready to receive foreign nationals who were stuck in Gaza. Israel had said, yes, let's get them out. But it was Hamas who was making demands. And then John Kirby, the spokesperson for the National Security Council, comes out and reiterates that. And then you also have someone from the State Department that is reiterating that. So I don't know why they do not want to say uh, Hamas we consider this to be hostage taking if you are not allowing them to leave and you are making demands of us do not touch these american citizens and that is the kind of force that when you're dealing with a terrorist group they understand force and when you start trying to appease them they are not going to pay attention to you and your your demands. You know, that's probably the best way to sum up this administration as appeasement. You know, when you look at Iran, when you when you look at uh, how they dealt with the Taliban and, and exiting Afghanistan. Do you know, Senator, what attempts, if any, have been made to try to bring our people home? I mean, are, are they giving you any answers on on what attempts they're taking? And I've sent a letter over to the White House uh, to Jake Sullivan uh, to ask, What are you doing? And see, the American people need to know. They know that there are American citizens who are not being permitted to leave Gaza. They know that Hamas is in charge in Gaza. They know that uh, Hamas is making demands and trying to negotiate with the U.S. So what are these demands? Are they looking for more aid? Because we also know that aid is not making it to the Palestinian people. We know that Hamas is intercepting that aid. This is why Israel has been consistent in saying, please, if you're in Gaza City, move to the south, get down to the Rafah Gate. And of course, the aid agencies, it would be uh, helpful for them to be able to centralize this aid. But it has just been perplexing that there has been so little said about the Americans that are there in Gaza. You know, Senator, I wanted to ask you, um, Biden launched uh, this White House launched its first ever national strategy to counter Islamophobia at a time when we've seen anti-Semitic incidents increase by nearly 400 percent since the terror attacks in Israel, I mean, we see it on college campuses. We're seeing it across the country. It's not being targeted at, at Muslims, right? This hate is being targeted at, at Jews. So why can't this administration just find the moral clarity to condemn what is happening to Jews? I mean, you know, this isn't being directed at Muslims. So why, why do they feel compelled to do this? You know, what do you think's behind that? 
we know from this administration and uh, the Obama administration, and of course, some of the same people are running the show on these issues, that they have been sympathetic to Iran. That's why you had the Iran nuclear deal, uh, the 2015 deal. Now, you've recently had the $6 billion ransom payment to Iran. So we know that there is that sympathy to them, that thinking that they could appease them and move them to a point that they would give up on trying to construct nuclear weapons, that they would give up on trying to push back on the U.S. But what you have to realize is that Russia, China, Iran, North Korea, that's your new axis of evil. Iran is the world's largest state sponsor of terrorism. They give Hamas about $100 million a year. They make the same payment over to Hezbollah, same payment over to the Houthis, same payment over to ISIS Syria, and also to ISIS Iraq. And they're the ones that are funding these, these acts. Now, Lisa, I think also we have to look at some of the people that are there in the administration. You have Robert Malley, and he was a big part of that first Iran nuclear deal team, and also Ariane Tabutabai, and she was a part of the first team, this, and now this second team. She also is chief of staff to the deputy secretary over at the Department of Defense, these people have top-level security clearances. Now, they also were quite involved with the Iran Experts Initiative, which was second-generation Iranians that were in the U.S. that were going to help change the image of Iran. This all started before that 2015 Iran nuclear deal. Now, Robert Malley's security clearance has been pulled and he's been suspended. But Ms. Tabatabai is still with her clearance and still employed over at the Department of Defense. So you have these sympathizers that are there. These people ought to be fired. They should never have had these these clearances. Well, you know, for a fact, we've seen emails where Ms. Tabatabai was coming to the Hill uh, to testify, and she emailed, emailed from her federal account, uh, emailed over to someone at the Iran Foreign Ministry to say, hey, I'm going over to the Hill to testify. What do you want me to say? Now, we should put our nation and our citizens and our safety and our security first. We should put our allies before our enemies. But this group, I I question what they're doing. It certainly paints a picture of how we got here <laughs> when you put it out that way. I, I also just think this administration should be able to condemn the anti-Semitism we're seeing in America without bringing Islamophobia into it, which is not the issue at hand, right? We're, we're seeing these attacks against Jews, not Muslims, and, and they should be clear in that. But, uh, you know, there's some arguments on Capitol Hill about how to do funding. You know, the House is trying to decouple Ukraine and Israel aid. Um, also, some conversations about tying some of the Ukraine funding to border policy changes. Um, what would you like to see happen in, in this funding fight? And um, how do you think this is all going to go down? Israel's funding needs to go first. 
and we should move quickly on that. I'm pleased that the House is taking that up. I think the step of Ukraine and the border together is a good step. Something's got to be done at the border. The month of October, you had about 40 Iranians, Pakistanis, uh, over 100 Russians. You had 2,000 Chinese foreign nationals that came across that southern border. Uh, you have uh, terrorists that have been apprehended, 151 terrorists this year alone. Uh, these numbers are astounding. We don't know who is in the gotaways. You have to secure that border. When it comes to Ukraine, you don't want Putin to win. And what you have to do, what you've got to do is to make certain that there's transparency and accountability on any money that goes to Ukraine. I agree with that, Senator. It's sad to see where we are today. And you, you talked about this new axis of evil. It just feels like we're no longer the superpower that we once were. It's pretty disheartening to see, Senator. Appreciate you taking the time to join the show. It's always an honor to talk to you. Really always love having you on. Thanks so much for making time for us. Oh, thank you so much. Good to join you. Thank you. Senator Marsha Blackburn of Tennessee. Appreciate her for taking the time to join the show. Appreciate you guys at home for listening every Monday and Thursday, but you can listen throughout the week. I want to thank John Cassio, my producer, for putting the show together. Until next time. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.